Welcome to our podcast, Sink or Swim. Have you ever noticed that Sink or Swim is abbreviated SOS? It's the podcast that we are putting together that is being very transparent about the changes in our life that was caused by COVID-19 and this global pandemic. Sink or Swim, a long COVID long haulers podcast, SOS. Many of us are screaming SOS from the mountain top, trying to find answers, trying to get people to understand. I'm Doug. I'm your co-host with Sink or Swim, a long COVID long haulers podcast. My co-host is my wife, Stacey. We are honored to bring you a series of interviews, interviews with people from all around the world, from different professions, different experiences. Hey world, here we are again, another SOS interview. Stacy and I are excited to bring you Asher Milgram, PhD, scientist working on treatments for us. The silver lining in all this is that there's a lot of research being done now to dysregulation of the immune system. So eventually you're going to come in contact with now. The reason I'm bringing this up is that you will eventually get COVID. Okay, now the long haulers, that's the problem. Hey world, welcome to another SOS interview. It is my honor and pleasure to introduce to you Dr. Asher Milgram. Dr. Milgram received his PhD in biomedical sciences, and he is the CEO and chief scientist of AMA Regenerative Medicine and Skin Care with clinics South Coast Metro Clinic in Santa Ana, California, and the Beverly Hills Los Angeles Clinic located in Los Angeles, California. You can find a lot more information on their website at amaskincare.com. You will see that in the information below. And you can also find it on our website at sinkorswimpod.com. So I am excited to welcome Dr. Milgram. Welcome to our SOS interview, doctor. It's a pleasure to be here, not the least of which because long-haul COVID, like so many other stealthy kind of illnesses, is often ignored by the mainstream medical establishment. And it takes people like yourselves and clinics like us that are off-grid to address these issues, to do sometimes primary research, if not primary research, to dig into wherever the primary research is being done so that we can bring solutions to our patients. This long-haul COVID very much like long-haul Lyme, which was ignored, you know, for decades, leaves people with devastated lives in their wake. I'm uh, always eager to talk about this on any platform that has the courage to put this stuff out there. And so I commend both of you for the courage to join us. So I, I'm I appreciate that, Doctor. It's, it, uh, it is quite the battle in social media it's quite the battle everywhere so uh, likewise i appreciate your willingness to be able to invite someone such as yourself to come on and actually have a discussion about the stuff that matters to all of us out here in this covid world now Mm -hmm. and first i would really like for you to let us and our listeners know a little bit more about you and your partner maybe there in your clinics so if you would just kind of give us a who's dr milgram and what do you guys generally do well, I'm Dr. Milgram, as you know, and my partner is Dr. Alice Dien. She is uh, the MD in our practice, and she is not only my partner in the practice, but my best friend and my wife has been actually a real spiritual mentor to me, too, over the last 30 years. So we, we grow together in every which way we possibly can. The spiritual elements of life 
you know, are essential in medicine. They should be. It shouldn't just be about pushing drugs and protocols, but also really paying attention to the spiritual status of the patient when they come in and they're distressed and upset, looking, you know, sometimes eyeball to eyeball at their own mortality. You know, the spiritual aspects are very important. So uh, Alice, you went to medical school. As you mentioned, my contribution here is on the science part of it. I did attend an MD-PhD program way back a million years ago. I decided to stay on the science part of it. And as a practice, we decided that the best way for us to proceed would be to divide and conquer. She is the hands-on doctor caring for patients and treatment rooms every day. And I'm looking towards the science to see what else is going on out there that we don't know about. You know, within the practice, we, we sort of have a motto, I am developing what's next, and Alice is perfecting that which is, and uh, that's how we stay ahead. Hi, this is Stacy. Nursing celebrated a milestone in 2020. It was called the Year of the Nurse, but it was also the Year of the Pandemic. So in honor of the Year of the Nurse, I created a t-shirt that quotes Florence Nightingale and her vision of nursing. Go to Frontline Nurse Facebook page to see the t-shirt that was created in honor of the Year of the Nurse. Thank you for joining. Our medicine should be customized for every individual patient that walks through the door. And that requires um, a lot of time, effort, research. Our practice is actually divided into two sections. We do a lot of skin care. We specialize also in laser medicine, and we've been doing that for, you know, 25 years. And then the other half of our practice is integrative medicine, where we look at other disease states and illnesses, and chronic illnesses, autoimmune illnesses, um, and basically things for which the conventional allopathic Western way of dealing with the symptomology or that particular illness isn't working. Generally, what physicians will do is just keep on heaping, you know, more and more medications on you until the average 60-year-old USA is taking something like seven or eight medications every day. You know, it's craziness. Dr. Yes. Milligram, I just have to tell you that you are speaking my language. I took a fellowship in integrative nursing and um, through the University of Arizona, Tucson. So mm-hmm. you are speaking my language and I love it. Well, far out. I was just going to add yeah. in on that, that uh, for maybe some people out there that don't yet know the whole allopathic and the full gamut. It's including more than just medicine, more than just taking a pill, more than just trying to treat something with the classic American walk into the clinic and the doctor sees your infection and they give you an antibiotic and you walk out. The whole, and doctor, please correct me if I'm uh, saying any of this in a direction different than what you guys represent, but the the spiritual aspect is an extremely important part to include in uh, treatment, not only diagnosis, but treatment. And the medical aspect has to be one part of it, not the only part. As you're listening to us talk, you're hearing us think and talk and discuss from a full, complete circle of discussion rather than just one avenue. You know, the bottom line for everyone uh, listening and I hope the whole world's listening. Human physiology is unfathomably complex. The notion that we really understand any of it thoroughly is pretty arrogant, actually. You know, and, and there, there's, you know, I look at the things that I learned back in medical school 35 years ago. Quite frankly, we know for sure that about every eight years, 
half of what we think is true that we learned back in medical school is proven to be not true. And so that's already been four turnovers for me. You know, the healing comes from us. Well, it's just not the way it works. We do the medicine, but God does the healing. Thank you very much for bringing up the spiritual aspect. A lot of our listeners have figured out through surviving through this stuff, we have to go to other people, other resources, and other strength. Uh, I would. That's fabulous. We know without my faith and my wife's faith. Uh, this whole entire thing that we've been dealing with for over two years, you have to have that strength from the faith and the spiritual aspect. We definitely figured out that that is one of the three major things that we have to have included in how we're dealing with COVID. So, Doctor, uh, I really am interested in the first discussion topic that I sent to you. I wanted to discuss specifically, and I'm going to say the letters and have you tell us how we pronounce it or refer to it. It's E-B-O-O and then F and apheresis. Okay, well, let me, let me uh, reemphasize the fact that we do a lot of science here. For those who aren't spiritually minded who think that is something that you do in church or at home, and when you go to a doctor's office, you want deep science and answers and protocols that work. We do that here. And we're very deep into all the science. And, and apheresis is a science that happens to be particularly useful with uh, people who are suffering from chronic infection, of which long haul is a perfect example. I actually started using apheresis to treat long haul, you know, chronic Lyme patients because their particular infection also very stealthy and very, very difficult to get rid of. That causes systemic inflammation. So let me explain to you what this is. And it's simply a method by which you cleanse blood. You separate the blood elements from the plasma and and you put them through various types of filters. Hey friends, this is Stacy. Not only am I a co-host for the Sink or Swim Chronic COVID Syndrome, but I'm also the creator of a Facebook group called Frontline Nurses. Frontline Nurses is a global platform for nurses to unite from around the world to support each other while we battle this invisible enemy. If you're a nurse, please consider joining our group at Frontline Nurses. Doctor, let's go into our first discussion topic. Let's discuss specifically EBU. That's E-B-O-O, and it's apheresis for the people that are listening to us. But, Doctor, if you would tell us some details on it, give us the specifics, and run down this hallway as far as you want to for our listeners. Excellent. Okay, so apheresis um, was developed here in the United States back in the 80s, and it is uh, uh, very simply stated the filtration of blood. Blood is removed from the body, uh, like dialysis, and put through various types of filters where the plasma is separated from the blood elements and the various types of filters are specific to removing out of the blood junk that you don't want in there that shouldn't be in there. Um, now, it's not dialysis. Dialysis is a much more complicated process. Um, but as you can imagine, you, you have an IV in one arm and an IV in the other arm. Blood comes out of one arm, goes through this device, the EBU or the apheresis device, and then the cleansed blood goes into the other side. Now, the EBOO is the the marketing term for this 
it's uh, kind of has a life of its own on social media. It pops up all over the place. And the letters stand for the following, E for extracorporeal, meaning that the treatment is actually outside of the body because the blood is removed from the body, again, like dialysis and filtered outside of the body in this machine. B is the blood. And the two O's stand for oxygenation and ozonation. And of course, the F, which we add at the end, is the filtration because it goes through a filter as the last thing that happens before it goes back into your body. Now, the part of this that people may not understand is the ozone part. Ozone is O3. The oxygen that we're breathing is O2. Two oxygen atoms combined together with a double bond. And the electrons of that double bonded O2 that we're breathing is the source of all of the life energy in our body. It goes in, you know, the, the mitochondria. Again, I don't want to get too technical, but we have about 100 trillion cells in our body and every single one of them have thousands of little tiny mitochondria. The mitochondria are the little powerhouses that process the oxygen that we're breathing and from the energy of those electrons will generate ATP, which is the fuel that every single cell in our body needs to maintain itself and to carry out whatever functions those cells are supposed to do. Okay, now O3 is ozone very different than O2. Add a third oxygen molecule. So now you have a triad, like a little triangle. And that third oxygen is super, super energetic. It doesn't want to stay with the other two. And so the electrons on that oxygen are extremely eager to pop off and make all sorts of things happen. Uh, ozone is naturally occurring in our environment. It's up in the stratosphere. Uh, it's in the ocean. It's all over nature. Our own bodies make ozone. Uh, certain immune cells make ozone in order to kill bacteria and viruses. And so ozone is a natural substance that's been used in natural or naturopathic medicine for decades all over Europe and Asia. Only relatively recently was it allowed here in the United States about 15 years ago or so. If we could, every single one of our patients would come in every week or a couple times a month for an ozone treatment. They are essentially, I mean, you can't guarantee anything, but this is as close to a guarantee as you can get longevity and vitality simply because you are using this ozone which energizes the mitochondria in every single one of your cells. And if your mitochondria are happy, you're going to be healthy. So as the blood is being filtered, it's also being ozonated, which is not only important for killing viruses and killing bacterial infections, the ozone penetrates and breaks up biofilm. These are terms that people who are COVID sufferers may not, may not know, but certainly Lyme sufferers know all about biofilm film. It's the gunk that certain bacteria make, the gelatinous junk that they hide in in order to evade immune cells that would otherwise hunt them down and kill them. And so you got to get rid of the biofilm and ozone penetrates the biofilm. Ozone is amazing. I mean, just, let me just put it that way. If we had to give every tool up that we have in medicine and we have millions of dollars worth of technology in our office and keep only one technology that was the most ubiquitously useful and effective and safe to use on our own virtual every patient, it would be ozone. That's what the one thing we would keep. Physicians who know how to use ozone pretty much would all say the same. So that's what Ebo is. We found out about Ebo 
a long time ago when we were looking for ways of treating chronic Lyme disease. And as many of your listeners know, for decades, the establishment basically ignored chronic Lyme disease, said it didn't really exist, and they couldn't find anything wrong with these patients, and yet their lives were devastated. We found out about apheresis and ibu from uh, one of our colleagues who also uses ozone. The ozone treatments weren't enough to really bring these patients around, but uh, within a single treatment um, with ibu device, we see improvements both with chronic Lyme disease as well as long-haul COVID. It's really pretty exceptional. The light go on in the middle of the uh, treatment. A lot of people will not have heard of this. How long has the apheresis, how long has the EBU, how long has all of that actually been in existence? Hey world, sinkorswimpod.com. You will be able to find what Dr. Milgram's office provided us, a list of providers in nearly every state showing what kind of treatments he's talking about here that are available in those clinics. Almost every state in the United States, you can see where the EBU treatments are. You can see where the other modality treatments are. So take a look, sinkorswimpod.com, sinkorswimpod.com. Um, Apheresis was invented here in the U.S. in the 1980s, in the mid-1980s. Um, it never really took hold here as a, uh, as a treatment modality. Um, I don't know why. Yeah, it would be good to ask, you know, older colleagues of mine who were actually practicing back in the 80s, you know, why, you know, why, why it didn't really take hold. It did take hold in Asia. And so the filters that we use are actually manufactured in Japan, um, extremely high quality, and they're imported from Japan. And the Ibu machine itself um, that that integrates, you know, with the, the ozone production as well as the filter is made in Indonesia. Now, what you will hear if you search the web is Ibu in Europe. There is one clinic, only one in Germany that I know of that has a different version, a much more complicated version of an apheresis device where you can use different types of filters depending on what it is you are wanting to suck out of someone's blood. It was developed primarily for cardiovascular diseases, for people who were making too much cholesterol and they couldn't control it with uh, normal medications or normal, you know, accepted established therapies. And essentially their vasculature was getting clogged with fats, with lipids. And so they use the apheresis device to clean out these lipids as a last resort for, for patients for whom nothing else worked. The apheresis device that we use, where the filters are made in Japan, were made for the same purpose. And again, this has been going on for decades. This is nothing new. And we were simply thrilled to find out that these filters also filter out for instance, the spike protein. That's what's causing all the problems for you is the spike protein is a long hauler. It uh, also will catch the microclots for those who have a lot of pulmonary breathing issues from, from long haul COVID. It cleans out the microclots. It wasn't even designed for that, but it works for that. We're thrilled that it does. And we're lucky that it does because we, we haven't had to do more than five sessions with the EBU before a long hauler is really turned around. And uh, of course, there are other things that we do. There's five different modalities that we use, and the Ibu is the first one that we'll use on a on a long hauler to see how they respond. Wow, is that incredible or what? Ibu, E-B-O-O. It might be an answer for you. 
That would be incredible, wouldn't it? I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you got to hear Dr. Milgram. I'm very happy that Dr. Milgram took the time to talk with us to let us know what's out there and what's available. Well, guess what? This is only the first of two in this series. Dr. Milgram actually has a total of five modalities, five treatment potentials, and all five of those are potentially in a clinic near you. So make sure you go look to see where all of the treatment options are located. We've got that list posted on our website under the references. You can go to sinkorswimpod.com. Sink or swim pod. That's pod as in podcast. Sink or swim pod.com. Go check out that list. You can download it or you can look at it on our website. You can also see the video that Dr. Milgram is referring to in this and the next session. So thank you for joining us. Please share. Please follow. Please like. There are others out there that can benefit from this and you know them. Thank you again. Follow so you know when the next one comes out.